Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. Hey, welcome back to The Greg McAfee Show, where we discuss steps to successful entrepreneurship, how to take your business to new heights, and ultimately follow your dreams. Now today we're going to be talking about competition, Boone or Bain. You know, business competition is difficult concept sometimes to, for us to get our head around. Some of us have a lot of competition. Some of us have more than a lot of competition. I've asked that in several boot camps I've held, and uh, some, some guys have hundreds and some guys have thousands in their territory. So let's talk about competition today, the boon or the bane. We've all heard the phrase, a little competition never hurt anyone. But is that really true? Let's discuss. While we've spoken all about how competition can be good for business, uh, we've never covered reasons why it might be bad. To some entrepreneurs, competition conveys thoughts of other business offerings, the same products, the same services. Good or bad, same products, same service. In the heating and air world, some people say we're just selling boxes. Well, we sell a whole lot more than boxes here at McAfee. But John D. Rockefeller, um, I'm not going to say he's my hero, but he was just a cool guy to get to know via this book, The Titan. One of my favorite books, I, I mentioned the other day, thickest book I ever read at the time I read it. And it's it's um, all about John D. Rockefeller Sr. and his life and how he started out and uh, still one of the richest, wealthiest, I should say, wealthiest man uh, to ever walk this earth right here. In today's money, it's unbelievable, okay? But here's what John D. Rockefeller said. Competition is a sin. Wow. Okay, but let's look at let's look back at 1883. Rockefeller and Rothschild were competing as the world's foremost oil and banking barons. But the two competitors each finally realized that competition was not a good thing. It was not helping them. The more oil wells they drilled, the more oil was produced, the more the price of oil fell. Hmm. This led to a very disgruntled John D. Rockefeller to exclaim, competition is sin. So they had they came up with a solution together. Um Therefore, was soon brokered. It was decided that the world's market would geographically be carved up with the two barons, Rockefeller and Rothschild, uh, each having their separate, well-defined shares. Moreover, limits would be put on oil produced globally as to keep the market price as high as possible. Until this arrangement, both Rothschild and Rockefeller would benefit. Under this arrangement, rather, they both benefited, okay? You can say it was a monopoly. 
you can say um, they were greedy, but until you read the book and you read more about them, uh, especially John D. Rockefeller is 99% of this book, um, I disagree. Uh, I, I just disagree. I think he was one of the most business savvy um, business owners that I've ever read about or known, um, even today. It is simple when you think about it. There is nothing to be gained from competition. Everyone is competing for the same known thing, and it's the hardest way to achieve something new. Competition is a byproduct of productive work, not its goal. Um, a creative man is motivated by the desire to achieve, not by the desire to beat others. Ayn Rand said that. I'll, I'll read it again. A creative man is motivated by the desire to achieve, not the desire to beat others. So when you're in heavy competition, all you're focused on is beating someone else. Now, Greg, is that fun? Yeah, I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, we like to win. Um, but we're going to talk today about boon competition or bane competition, good competition or bad competition. So let's just talk first, what is competition? It's uh, the, the words com competitive and competition came from the root word to compete, which simply means to seek or to strive for the same thing as someone else to carry on a contest or, or, or a common objective. Uh, healthy competition is a fantastic motivator. Okay, I'll say that again. Healthy competition is a um, fantastic motivator to achieve your long-term professional goals. This is uh, especially true if you're always competing against yourself. Uh, in other words, uh, with healthy competition, you search out ways to become better than you were last year, last month, last week, and even yesterday. We do that often. We need to beat yesterday. We need to be better than we were last year. We need to close at a higher percentage than we did last year. It's all about that. We're very competitive among ourselves and even against ourselves. We want to continue to improve. And healthy competition, folks, raises the bar in the industry. It makes companies do what they never did before. When, when I came into the market, I just had a little bit different philosophy than your standard heating and cooling boys. I wanted to be more professional. So basically what I did was I kept my trucks clean. First, I logoed my truck. Even at the time, I didn't have any fancy logo or anything like that, but it, was, it, was, it had a vinyl logo on it. I kept it clean. There was no stuff on the dashboard. Over the years, it raised the bar in the industry. You started noticing more professional company trucks. You started noticing less stuff on the dashboard. You started noticing cleaner heating and air trucks. You couldn't write your name on the side of it or the back of it. Professionalism was very important to me. Then we started doing things like one day install. 
instead of two or three, which is what some of the competitors did. Um, after our service, you could still call up till eight o'clock and, and get a live person at the time when we started that 20 years ago. And we started private labeling, not just any private label. Everything we did was a McAfee. And it rose to the top of mind than most national brands. We had fast service. We increased the speed of our service without cutting corners. We had some of the best heat exchanger inspections. We kept people safe and comfortable. The list goes on and on. And did I mention Super Bowl quality commercials? So when we started doing all these things, the industry was forced to do so. That improved our industry. It raised the bar of the model for HVAC, residential HVAC market. We raised the bar. I've often said from my boot camps, we've helped raise the bar Nash at a national level. You know, we hope some of the stuff we teach in our boot camps from, from many people who teach and speak at my boot camps, we've hope, we hope we've raised the bar at a national level. When they go back to their area, their territory, they start doing things that help raise the bar. And then they raise the bar and they raise the bar and the bar gets raised. The professionalism of our industry is important. The professionalism of new guys coming into the industry. We're, we're not Joe Bob Heating anymore. We're, we're professionals. We're comfort advisors. We, we keep people comfortable. We're highly uh, technically trained. High, highly technically trained. You know, it's no more hold the line set until it's cold as a beer and it's charged. We we have tools and instruments, high-tech instruments that get get down to the exact, to the exact pressure it should be, the exact subcooling, the exact of what we do. It's important. We're raising the bar. That's competition. That's a little bit about healthy competition. I want people to comp I want to compete with people who help raise my bar. I want to compete with people who are doing things better than we do. That's healthy competition. Unfortunately, I don't see much of that. Unfortunately, we don't get to compete with much of that. Now let's talk about some of actually what we do have to are forced to forced to not even, I don't want to even use the word compete with. I want to use the word deal with. This is what we have to deal with when we go out against other companies, okay? The first thing we need to know about the bane part of competition is jealousy. Unfortunately, there's a lot of jealousy when someone's rising to the top. It's kind of like what I talked about one time about flak. You know, the fighter pilots in World War II would get shot at. They called it a lot of flak. The more flak they got, they knew they were closer to the target. 
When you're number one and you're putting pressure on other companies, you're closer to the target. So you're going to catch more flack. They're more jealous of you. They're going to lie and tell customers things about you that aren't true. Jealousy is the sense of uneasiness and anxiety that stems from the fear of preference being given to another. When you're winning, others are giving you more of a preference. They're picking you. They're choosing you. They're selecting you. If, for example, a mutual friend invited you over to his house for dinner and not me, I might become uneasy. By the way, that's what social media does today for younger people. When I was younger, if I didn't get invited to a birthday party, many times I didn't know about it. Or maybe I find out much later. Today, the invite was there but your name wasn't on it and you see I'm not invited, but I thought they were, I thought that was my friend and I didn't get invited. Now I'm down about it. Now I'm depressed about it. Okay. I could get into fear trying to figure out why that person preferred them over me. I could have anxiety over it. Who knows? Why is this dangerous? Because as I begin to compare myself to others, uneasiness slips in, stemming from fear that someone else was preferred over me. This is exactly what happens, folks, in our business world. When someone is number one and they're continuing to take market share, this is exactly what happened. Fear that someone else is being preferred over me. So what must I do? Now I must do whatever it takes to keep them from buying from that number one person. So I can, now I'm, I must lie, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So it, now there exists a contest between me, between us and the, another company. And it, help, it happens in your personal life between me and this other person. Okay, so you've got, we've got jealousy. Then we've got something called competitive jealousy. It, it even gets worse. Take the powerful drive of competitive, competitiveness. So take that powerful drive we have to compete, combine it with the poison of jealousy and you now have a lethal combination for a weapon. But competitive jealousy is more than an emotion. It's a spirit. A spirit that has been confronting God's people since the very beginning of time. It was a competitive jealousy that triggered an angel named Lucifer to be ejected from heaven. You see, this angel said, I'm better than God. And he got ejected from heaven. And he is now known as Satan. And, and look how much harm he has spread on earth. And Cain, in the Bible, killed his brother Abel in a fit competitive jealousy. 
And it was a competitive jealousy that separated Jacob and Esau for so many years. And it was the force that moved Joseph's brother, brothers to sell him into slavery in Egypt. So that's what competitive jealousy does. There's competitive jealousy in families today. People don't talk for, for weeks, months, years. The objective of this very subtle spirit of competitive jealousy is to deceive you and keep you from reaching your full potential. That's what happens. When other companies go out on estimates and they are having to compete for the job, the same job we are, this very subtle spirit of competitive jealousy deceives them and keeps them from reaching their full potential. Because competitive jealousy not only takes place in business, but it urges us and our children to compare what we wear with what someone else wears or what kind of house someone has or what kind of bike someone has or what kind of phone someone has. I told you once before that Apple keeps changing their phone faster than Steve Jobs would ever imagine. Uh, they come out with one little thing and they change the phone. And another thing, they change the phone. Not, not necessarily a good thing. It used to be they would change three or four things and then come out with a new phone and it was a big wow. We, we now have competitive jealousy, of course, in financial positions in life. Competitive jealousy drives someone to compare myself with someone else. That's what competitive jealousy, if I have competitive jealousy, I keep comparing myself to someone else. It always provokes me to compete for favor, for position, for power, for authority, for influence. Ultimately, the spirit of competitive jealousy will compel me to criticize others in order to make myself look better. Imagine that. So when some another company goes out for an estimate and they know McAfee's involved, first thing out of their mouth to the customer, McAfee is going to be higher priced. McAfee's prices are much higher. And to their shock sometimes, the customer says, and your point is, most people expect McAfee to be higher. That's who we are. That's what we do. When you're known for number one, you're sure not going to be the lowest. Okay? You can't maintain the Walmart mentality in a small business. It won't, you won't be around long. And they might say, they might make up stuff um, that, that they don't have, they have half truths. They could say for about me, I'm talking about me here now. I'm talking about my company. McAfee was canceled by cancel culture a few years ago. And they don't understand is the company's calling us because a lot of times they stand for what we believe in. They, they, I, we have a strong, strong brand in our community and many people stand with us. So saying that actually backfires. 
and they'll just continue on. Well, if they're not, if they don't get results from the customer, they're going to carry on and say they're very expensive and they will pressure you to buy from them. And that's always a good one because the customer will actually tell us when they're signing the paperwork on the tablet to go with the eighteen to twenty thousand dollar install, they will say, "You guys didn't pressure us at all. I was expecting pressure. I was told you pressure. No pressure here. No pressure. Just asking questions and confirming what you need." for comfort and safety for your home and family. All right, so unhealthy competition can even cause you to sabotage others to advance your own personal success. Very sad, very sad. Doesn't get you anywhere. It's it's well known. Uh, with this mindset, everyone is your greatest competition, even those who aren't even running your race. And uh, if you're... Pursuing unhealthy competition, folks, wrapping it up here. If you're pursuing unhealthy competition as a company, you're on a fast track to sour relationships among your team, toxic work environments, and eventually failure. Mark my word, it happens every day. If you want to be a good competitor, do something better than the other guy and quit making up lies about them. Even if something's true, do you have to tell someone? Great question. At McAfee, we don't mention our competition because we have very little, okay? <clears throat> All right, so with that in mind, before we wrap up, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe below. You can always support this podcast by rating and reviewing on iTunes or your preferred listening platform. Keep listening, and I'll do my best to keep challenging you. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Greg McAfee Show. No spaces, no underscores. Be sure to tune in next week uh, as we discuss, continue to discuss business topics that help you grow your business and sleep better at night. Thanks for listening, and as always, carry on. Have a great day and God bless.